everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Right, it's going to do that annoying playback. Breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the next intake of the EC method. Chloe, you said, what did you say it was round 16? This is round 16 of the EC method. 16 rounds, which I know it's a lot, but weirdly it feels like it should be more. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this, but I mean, we have actually what? We've only been doing it for two and a half years. Maybe yeah. just, just a bit more than that, but it feels like we've been doing it for yonks. Absolute yonks. Anyway, very excited to have everyone on the next intake. I just want to start with, because this happens every single round and we've still not found a way around it, but even people commenting on the actual post that has the link to the website on it, it's like, where's the link to the website? So please, please, please <laughs> go to the website because nothing will make sense until you do. Yeah. And that's what really brings everything together because there's kind of bits in different places and you've got your workouts that will be on the app after the live. You've got nutrition that most people use MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck for. And then you've got like different areas of things, but actually you need to watch the video that's on the member site and then everything comes together. Yeah, guys, honestly, like everything, we've got written content on there. I love it. You can, you can see all the written content that I've written because I'm even ranty in that with like... <laughs> caps locks and exclamation points um and obviously the 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 real the real main thing and the thing we're going to get asked about the most today is nutrition and there's a whole video on there which will talk you through how to set up your nutrition for your goals and then once you've watched the video and read through the website then when you feel like okay I still need some one-to-one coaching here help me out that's when you tag Emma and I and we go from there um otherwise it's just very very long-winded um for everyone uh and it's so exciting to be back and thank you everyone who's new who's joined us who thinks that we might be the ladies to help I hope we are I have a hunch we might just be um and thank you to all the grads for coming back and already being so helpful Beth has done her annual I mean word but her um consistent post which is always really helpful and yeah we're really grateful to all of you so thank you agreed okay there's a lot of people saying hi so welcome hi everybody and Samantha is saying, super excited for the next eight weeks, excited for the changes to lifestyle and the benefits that will come from that. Currently, I work from home full time in a desk based job. And on an average day, I currently only manage 100 steps. 100? Surely not. Surely that's meant to be a thousand. How are you quantifying that? Because I think that maybe is on your phone and you're leaving your phone and getting up. And because that's really. Yeah. But even if you did that, like 100, you'd yeah. get just the games of average. Anyway. May- let's just say very low steps I'm concerned about doing three to six resistance workouts a week and then having to increase the steps to 10,000 a day on top of this Mm. I do not want to set myself up for failure what is the best way of handling this should I reduce my calories Mm. excellent question and there'll be so many people in this position so when it comes to steps please don't be put off by the 10,000 step target 
for some people that will be a huge increase and by the end of it by the end of the eight weeks I bet that you are there yeah but if you are doing more than you did so say you're actually getting 100 steps but this week you managed to get a thousand realistically I think you've meant to say a thousand here but say you're only getting a thousand steps but this week coming you get 2000 or over 2000 like that is a huge improvement and I try and articulate this every single round but the benefit that you get from going from very low steps to even just a little bit more steps is massive the benefits you get from going from 8000 steps to 10000 steps meh, like isn't that much but if you're looking at going from 1000 to 3000 huge 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 health benefits so please don't be put off like it should almost be the opposite of being like put off if you're not able to hit the targets if you're at starting at quite a low level yeah and you're increasing you're going to see huge benefits from that I love that yeah you should be excited <laughs> I I agree look if you and this applies to any of you if you feel like whoa okay I'm now going to be increasing my gym activity and I'm going to be I don't know dedicating time to food prep or whatever it is you know tracking like and it can feel like a lot to then throw loads of steps I've actually I wrote wrote an article on this really recently to throw a load of steps on that as well that's completely understandable so what I would suggest for you Samantha is that you start with the bare minimum of three gym workouts per week and then you've got options I would say to make it really easy for you and to kind of lump the activity increase all in together do 10 to 15 minutes of incline walking on the treadmill after every workout this if you're really really sedentary as Emma said you know Monday through Sunday that just doing this alone is going to see your steps increase and we we kind of want to do like a weekly total it's going to see your steps increase markedly from where you currently are it's like I say, kind of lumping it in together. Now you're you're adding your kind of activity on onto your gym workouts. Um, and what we can do is, you know, if if and when we get to a place where you feel like you're not getting enough bang for your buck, we can talk about either lowering calories because this is about energy balance, or adding another ten minutes onto this these walks. Can you do that? Or is there a, is there a time where I don't know on on the other four. <laughs> wow my mental arithmetic was really lagging there on the other four days a week that you're not going to the gym is there maybe two or three of those days where you could go for a walk there's so many options of how we do it but look as emma said kind of be excited this is the beginning we can start really really small collect some data get some biofeedback and go from there yeah it's actually like Chloe saying even more exciting when actually your diet might be pretty poor and your activity levels are so low because the benefits you're going to see even from just making small changes are just absolutely massive so we are very glad that you're here and please for anyone listening like do not be put off by how like high you perceive the targets to be whatever you're doing now if we can improve that next week that's a huge win and we will keep working on it like that rather than being put off by how far you have to go just look at what's the next step I can take yeah and think of it like if you you know if you want to run a marathon that's a really big exciting goal but actually the first thing is just putting your shoes on and going out for your first walk because you've mm-hmm. not run for a while right so you need to take the next step instead of looking at how far you have to go mm-hmm. okay katie hey ladies quick question so excited to rejoin after getting better from therapy this is a weird way of that. yeah anyway um, yeah, but, um this is the thing People might not be able to spell, but Emma can't talk. So yeah, I, know. <laughs> I have a speech impediment. So we're all I in it together. I can't read. Uh, I can't read. I can't speak. Um, I also can't spell. So anyway, that now I don't know how to spell therapy. 
Therapy, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, therapy. That's it, yeah. This is just a different spelling. (laughs) (laughs) Right, the grenade thermodetonator. Is this a good supplement to take and does it help with fat loss? And a massive congratulations, Chloe, on the birth of your little girl. Thank you. I would have brought her in to say hello, but she's being a little shit this morning. So I've left her with her with her dad. Um, right. So sorry, excuse me. I'm still eating my fruit plate. <laughs> so um, thermodetonator is a thermogenic. Um, and what thermogenics do is they increase, <laughs> they increase your thermogenesis um via a few different methods you've got uh usually the well obviously the most effective would be caffeine but there are also going to be some other ingredients in there which will increase your body temperature like you know spice what what would you call it uh, extract it's normally cayenne pepper isn't it's it normally cayenne pepper there's a couple of others it could be um and what it does is it increases your thermogenesis it increases the amount of calories you burn it also increases your energy levels which obviously means you then burn more calories even if you're just doing non-exercise activity but also if you're doing exercise activity um so do can they aid your fat loss supplement your fat loss yes they can um it's it's fair to say and so can something like a strong cup of coffee thermogenics actually slightly more it has been tested but only only you know tiny amount is that just because the dose is higher the dose is higher also yeah because there's other active ingredients but also and i've written a huge piece about this on my instagram and on i'll and on what the what the science kind of backs up with it it's really important that if you do decide to take them, that you really take them before a workout, because what you, so we, we talk about kind of fat loss all the time, and actually there's several different steps to fat loss. So while taking them can increase lipolysis, which is the breaking down of a triglyceride, it doesn't necessarily mean that it then doesn't re-esterify, which has come back together, if you don't actually if you're not actually active during that time so just because it does one thing it's like chewing your food before you swallow it it doesn't mean that it does everything so it's a really good idea to take it as a pre-workout however you absolutely don't need to and there's loads of arguments against about why you shouldn't not they don't agree with everyone some people have really bad reactions to them and if you do just remember it's there to supplement your diet and your exercise it is not going to see you lose fat if you don't do the latter at all yeah, I've just found a study that because I, I was thinking as you were talking, what's the magnitude effect here? Yeah. And given that the main active ingredient is caffeine, caffeine works to, I guess, to aid fat loss in five different ways. So you've got what Chloe just spoke about, thermogenesis, and then there is some appetite suppressant effects. Yeah, very and good. Point. Some, like small, a, a little bit of research around increased brown adipose tissue, which is slightly different to white adipose tissue which is what most of our body fat is and brown adipose tissue is metabolically active or more metabolically active so you burn slightly more calories at rest I say slightly like a very small amount right but there is a link between caffeine consumption and the amount of brown adipose tissue that you have and then you've got like the kind of obvious of if you've had a lot of caffeine you tend to move more like whether that's neat or whether that's training harder in your workout and then finally, you've got the placebo effects. Like if you think that caffeine, if you've listened to this and you buy into Chloe and I, and you think that caffeine will reduce your appetite, say, then it absolutely will. So there's a placebo impact to that as well. And there was a study here that found that 
what did they find? A 4% reduction in body fat after 24 weeks of consuming four cups of coffee per day compared to decaf control. And the note here is uh, participants were overweight to begin with. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much caffeine is in, because four cups, I don't really know. Um, but anyway, that's relatively interesting. Still, it's quite a lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got just quickly here that I've just got the post up that um, blah 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 blah. Okay, so I've just I've just noted in very very quickly three studies here. Um, Dr. Bill Campbell's 2020 study, which showed an increase in resting metabolic rate over a three hour period post thermogenic consumption. It peaked at plus 11.5 percent increase over baseline RMR. So there's that. Um, then there's another 2015 study where one group were given a placebo thermogenic pre-workout and the other were given the real deal. The group that were given the real deal had an increase of 1.1 uh, minimum fatty acid oxidation. Please note this was only when taken as a pre-workout. Uh, finally, in Belzer et al. 2005 study, after taking one thermogenic supplement every seven days, they were shown to be a 45 calorie per day difference in resting energy expenditure. So there you go. Oh, that's a good one. Forty-five. So yeah. now you kind of know the, but then you have to consider as well forty-five calories. Yeah, but if it's a resting energy expenditure, it depends. Yeah, a percentage of your current resting energy expenditure. So if you're a fifty-kilogram woman, that's probably going to be way less than if you're a hundred-kilogram man. Absolutely, and it says here uh, this is directly correlated to an increase in heart rate, and we come back around to Emma's point about caffeine. Um, and then in the, you, you can go, you can find this. It's really easy to find on my page. It's a big red pill, which is on fire. Hmm. Oh, I do remember that one. Yeah. Um, and then I just talk about the difference between lipolysis and fat oxidation. And basically thermogenics are shown to increase the lipolysis without exercise, but not fat oxidation. So again, you're not taking it pre-workout. It's, it's not going to have the full kind of the full story effect that it, it, it should have. Um, and yeah. Well, if you just take it like pre-walk. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I, like yeah, any, any movement. Because then even if you're thinking about it, like in your workout, you're probably working more your glycolytic system if you're mm -hmm. doing resistance training. So if you're walking, you're probably in the quote unquote fat burning zone. Yeah. Which we all know is essential for burning fat. <laughs> it's, it's the only way. It's the only yeah. way. We're joking. Okay. Don't take that seriously. If you're new here, that was a joke. <laughs> Uh, okay, Annabelle. Hi, so excited to be back. Hate having to miss around. Flying home from Joburg tonight hmm. for a fresh round. Awesome. Joe okay, clean. Second round and have made some good improvements, but lots more to implement. Feeling excited. Fab to you both. Great. Um, Alice, watched the startup video and only confused about how much carbs allowance there was. There isn't a carbs allowance. No. And try it. Oh, mm. Watch it again, because actually I think it's so important that you understand this stuff. And we do go into detail of why we don't have carbon fat targets in that video. And I think, yeah, I think everyone watch it and take it in because this, this isn't just like, here are your targets for this round. It's like, here's information that you can use for the rest of your life to give you food freedom. Like yeah. it's important. Um, the reason we don't have carb targets is because you can lose fat on a high carb diet or on a low carb diet it's totally up to you which way you want to go with that if we might have you know if you were like oh I want to run a marathon or I'm really into CrossFit we might be like let's sway towards more carbs than fats 
but also like let that vary if for some reason one day you have I don't know a high day yeah you want to have two avocados on chorizo bread what's chorizo bread just made it up (laughs) just think really fucking good (laughs) (laughs) the fattiest thing I could think of um yeah avocado wrapped in chorizo then you might think today's going to be a high fat day which means it's going to need to be a bit of a low carb day so I can stay within my calories and Mm. vice versa if you if you have a higher carb day you might want to have a low fat day Mm. yeah but we we really don't mind I mean a good thing would be to set your minimum protein and fat targets per day and make sure you hit them and let the rest of the chips fall where they may recarbs literally (laughs) right uh michelle listening live whilst dismantling my kitchen ready for the builders on tuesday new kitchen incoming but in the meantime need to be super organized i saw your post today i think it was your post today and it was such a good post it was like you know i was going to put this off because I've got you know like it's not the ideal time I won't have a kitchen then a couple of people had commented underneath about how they went on holiday for the first two weeks of their round and they were like you know what if I don't start now then I'm not going to start in fact I screenshot oh I screenshot it because it was so good let me read especially because we think and I don't want to speak too soon but I think this is the last round of this year so yeah have we done the maths right what day, it's what day is it it's october yeah it's october this one this one will end at the end oh yeah it is beginning of december oh yeah God, we don't so we do, we that, do have we? fun coming we actually have two fun things coming but we were i won't talk oh, on them yet. they're very fun though anyway alexandra said i started my first round this august one week into a two-week holiday i almost put it off until this round but i messaged emma and she said exactly what ollie had said above and it was the first holiday in ages that I didn't end up with obsessively gorging on chorizo. Chorizo's come up a lot today. Big up. And Chris, <laughs> then researching crash diets on the way home. It felt more like freedom than restriction. So in retrospect, it was the perfect time to start. Oh, I just think, well, like if, there's, if there's one defining feature of people that get results it's not waiting for the perfect time because it inevitably never comes they just there, take action. there's no perfect time for anything in life life's just a sh- big shit heap of things that happen to you and you just have to navigate through it honestly literally <laughs> yeah <laughs> i look back on my 20s now and i'm like oh my god i had so much time i feel like i did a lot with it though but now i'm like comparatively i just have no time yeah um ollie's just saying when you just said very low steps are auto corrected to on the subtitles to very low sex <laughs> i thought you said sex i did hear that as well I I'm, thought- I'm getting a bit of a lisp as well so <laughs> okay kate can you talk about the effect of limited sleep on fat loss and building muscle i have a young baby who doesn't sleep well at all and uh, I want to manage my expectations so that I'm not disappointed. Thank you. Um, yeah, it does. It, it, if, you know, if the, the literature is anything to go by, yes, it will impact um, on your fat loss. But that's a lot of it is behavioral. And it's not actually, you know, if, if you're not sleeping, your body will fight you on the fat loss thing. It, it's more that if you're not sleeping, your body is in a very uh high cortisol stressed out position and that means that things like sticking to your diet 
Um, and actually, you know, your ghrelin spikes, there's studies that show that your ghrelin spikes, the less sleep that you have. So managing your dietary intake, managing your hunger hormones and managing your kind of quote unquote cravings becomes much, much more difficult if you're not getting enough sleep. That's the first thing. The second thing is that, yes, you know, with increased cortisol, it, like I said, if your body's in a high stress situation, it, the scale specifically won't move as uh, markedly as they would if you were, you know, a yogi meditate, meditating, relaxed, you know, mama earth. Um, in terms of muscle building, yes, there is a little bit of research to show that it can impede it, but it's not significant. Emma, do you know that on top of your, on the tip of your tongue? Um, I think it's very hard to tell with building muscle because it's so long-winded, right? You would never have a study where you could be like, most of the studies on sleep are short term because you couldn't yeah. possibly say to someone for the next six months, you're going to not, you're only going to sleep four hours a night. Like it would, you wouldn't be allowed to do that to people. And that's kind of the length of time we would need to see to see if it had a significant impact on building muscle. Mm -hmm. In theory, it does, because actually when you rest and recover is usually, you know, part of that is sleep. But yeah. let's focus on what you can control, not what you can't. And as Chloe's saying, the impact of sleep is largely on hunger in relation to fat loss. So the reason that people struggle more to lose fat when they haven't slept is because they tend to be hungrier the next day. And then that means that they tend to eat more the next day. Mm -hmm. That And so it's harder to stick to your deficit. Now, if you stick to your deficit and you don't sleep very much, will you lose fat? Yes, 100%. Is it a little bit harder? Yes. So if we know that it's hunger and that we're aware of it, one, the awareness helps. And then two, making sure that you're doing things like eating meals and sitting down and eating meals and being mindful about eating meals and um, looking at your food choices to make sure that you're getting enough protein, that you're getting enough food volume. And I know that this is even harder when you have a small child because you're probably snacking in between times and they're demanding on your time, which means that you can't just be like, sorry, I'm going to have a 30 minute mindful meal now with no distractions. Like, that's unrealistic, but you have to do the best you can with the situation that you're in. I literally eat food off my baby. <laughs> Yesterday, James and I went for pizza and I had a napkin over her head so I could eat my pizza. And it oh. <laughs> These are the lengths you get to. Just on the muscle thing, just to give you a little bit of a, of a really basic understanding of it. Part of um, hypertrophy, part of your muscle uh, fibers um, reforming and growing is rest and recovery. So yes, as Emma said, you are going to step in, you are gonna step on the optimal equation for muscle hypertrophy to be occurring, but it's only one of three things that you should be doing to have it occur. The other two things, resistance training and getting your protein in, still are gonna have a huge impact and a huge effect. So as Emma said, try not to focus on what you can't do, try to focus on what you can do. Um, and you know, just getting a workout in, I speak from, from first-hand knowledge now, <laughs> <laughs> getting a workout in with a baby is huge kudos to you. It's, it's not easy to find that time. And when you do have that time to spend it on something that we've kind of been condi conditioned as, you know, frivolous and a luxury. Um, and it's actually really fucking important for your health <laughs> and your longevity of life and your quality of life. So, you know, focus on what you can do. And, and, and for all of you out there who really struggle with time, whether you're carers or you have children or whatever it is, really pat yourself on the back and celebrate your wins don't feel guilty about them don't feel downtrodden that you only managed two workouts this week instead of if you're trying your best and you're getting there and you're making you're making some ground 
pat yourself on the back and keep going because you can grow on it and build on it over time. Don't expect it to just happen overnight. Agreed. And you will look back and be so grateful that you did as well. Um, Debbie's just asking about the workouts. They will come after this live. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martina says, my fellow has put you on the TV. I don't know how, but it's amazing. God. Thanks, fella. Take us off. Take us off immediately. Nobody used to do that. Bigger face on the... Anyway. Um, would you... Ooh, oh, okay. Um, would you recommend whey protein on the plan? Yes. If, yeah. you, if you like whey protein, sure. You don't have to have it, but it's a good way to get the protein. Um... The food Bible has been mentioned a couple of times. Where can you find it, please? It's on the members site, which is linked to the top of the Facebook page. And someone has, I think Liz has just posted it in this thread as well. Um, I'm currently four months postpartum. I've been walking lots and lots, but have yet to do any workouts. Do I need to be scared for my pelvic floor? No, but I would find yourself a woman's health physio. They're everywhere near you and just go and get your pelvic floor assessed um, and go and get your your core your linear elbow diaspasis recti assessed so you know exactly where you are it might be that everything and this is the case for most women everything has naturally healed all by itself and you're good to go especially four months postpartum uh yeah especially four months postpartum um it might be actually that before you go hell for leather and you start doing a deadlift, you need to do a few weeks of pelvic floor exercises, go back for an assessment and make sure that your pelvic floor is strong enough for you to be able to manage that. As we talked about last time, bearing down, which Emma and I have never really connected with, but now we know very well. Now we're very connected with it. Um, uh, and yeah, it's also important, you know, we, I talk about this and I'm going to keep saying it because I really want, I really want all women to be aware of this when you're pregnant every woman gets diastasis recti every woman it's not a percentage of women your abs have to move for you to carry a baby it's that simple um but it's a percentage of women will find that it goes back very naturally on its own and a percentage of women have to do the work and the rehab and the recovery this is nothing to be scared of when i found out i was pregnant i was terrified of this it's nothing to be scared of it's like anything in life where your body changes and then you have to work at it to get it back to where it was this is no different so don't be scared um, and you might need to just do some TVA workouts, which, you know, I can I can talk to you about how to do them 100 um, percent. And and that's great. But it might just be worth going to see a physio who can literally walk you through doing them and then you'll be good to go. But I would say before doing any big weightlifting and any ab specific work to go to a women's health physio. Mm-hmm. Even if you just go once, yeah. like like Chloe's saying, so they can talk you through it and show you exactly what to do and then. Hopefully you can go off and do it on your own. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you connect your Garmin watch to my PC hub? I actually have no idea, but I will check for you later. Um, Debbie, I like to run. Can I replace a gym session with a run or should I do a run as well as four gym sessions? What about compromise and try and get in three gym sessions and then you can do your runs? Um, completely new to this. Do I have to sync my fitness pal to my PC hub? You don't have to, if you want to, you can, although there does seem to be a bit of a technical issue with that at the moment. I've contacted my PC hub, but we shall see. It's not like, obviously you don't need to do it. And just for, I guess we should cover this because we do it at the start of every round, but the app is totally for you. You can record your workouts, record your weight, put your progress photos in there. It's all like yours. We don't look at it unless you ask us to, 
especially with progress photos I know lots of people don't like taking them you never have to share them we never share things that you we haven't had permission to share we don't even look at your progress photos if you don't want us to but it's so 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 important that you take them because the scales won't show often what progress photos show so please 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 make sure you take them that app is a safe space no one else can see that it's completely private put them up there delete them off your phone if you don't want them in your phone blah 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 but and and so the app is more for you guys to record your progress as opposed to anything else so you don't need to sync it to my fitness pal uh okay um i'm here for the spelling bee <laughs> finally <laughs> bit in the bullet and signed up and excited to get going welcome morgan you're gonna love it here nicola I really don't want to track, but happy to follow a meal plan with some flexibility. Is there enough vegan options to do this? Create your own meal plan mm-hmm. based on your calorie targets is by far the best way to do that. And then you don't have to track if you don't want to, but you will have to track for a few days to kind of create that meal plan. Mm. But if we create a meal plan for you, you won't like it because it won't be based on your preferences. <laughs> yeah. Once think- you've watched that initial welcome video about the nutrition, you will have the knowledge to create your own meal plan. And then if you want to stick to that, if you've got like maybe three different days or something, great, that's up to you if you want to stick to that and you can adapt it if and when you get bored of those meals. But that's the joy of flexible dieting is that it's based around your preferences and how you want to eat as long as you hit these targets. Yeah, I can I just jump in here and say all of you, all of you now in the next kind of 24 hours I would really like it and you will have a lot more success and enjoyment of this if you sit down and create your own meal plan of like one to three breakfast options one to three lunch one to three dinner one to three snack snack options um you'll get into a habit and this will make the dieting really easy a you'll enjoy it because it's your it's your food that you enjoy that you eat that you like um a you'll enjoy it b you could it's so much easier you could probably the night after a few days of this or a few weeks of this input what you're going to have the next day and pretty much hit it like on the nail like it's really really helpful thing to do and then this is the beauty of flexible dieting is that then when you go out to eat you know you can say oh I don't you know it's not like oh I can't I have to stick to my Atkins I have to stick to my Weight Watchers it's not like that it's like you can go out and eat because you have flexible dieting to help you hit your numbers for that week um but flexible dieting will not work and it will not be enjoyable and you will not get any results if you just go in like ha this is fun. I can eat whatever I want whenever I want. You know, I'm just tracking. No, 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 it won't work. Um, so please try and do strike that middle ground of having that kind of organization structure discipline most of the time and then using flexible dieting to like live your life and actually enjoy it some of the time. That's the sweet spot. Yeah. And it also becomes so fatiguing thinking about what you're going to eat every single meal actually just having a plan and sticking to it the vast majority of the time and then as Chloe's saying using the flexibility when you want to works so much better I think that's where most people trip up with flexible dieting 100% and if you're one of those people and we've all had clients like this and it's completely it's very common and completely all of us all of us (laughs) we've all had clients if you're one of those people who's like I know that we should um I know that I should be having my step two meals today but actually my husband just came home with a lasagna from I don't know whatever and stuck it in the fridge I think I'll just have well you can because you're flexible dieting but actually if you know that that's not going to be the right decision for you it is a very good idea if you're that if you are that kind of flip floppy wishy-washy with your diet person historically 
to consider meal prepping so that you literally open the fridge, take out your meal, put it in the microwave or eat it cold, whatever, and you're done. And again, meal prepping is actually quite an extreme form of dieting, in my opinion, like especially when you're flexible dieting. But if you do know that you're going to struggle to get into the habit of this, you're going to get into the swing of this, just doing that at least for a short period of time till you get the ball rolling will be so, so helpful for you. Agreed. Okay, Helen, I don't drink tea or coffee. Is it worth adding something like Pro Plus to help with weight loss? My advice would be no, it's certainly not immediately. I know we've just spoken about how caffeine can have a small benefit to weight loss. I would, honestly, I've never really utilized caffeine for my own fat loss, aside from the fact that I like coffee. But maybe if I was like prepping for a show or I was like getting really, really lean for something, then I might consider adding in caffeine but really I would try not to rely on it and it said I certainly wouldn't start off by taking it no pro pluses you don't yeah. enjoy it you, you don't need it it's it just it can just aid like a, to a tiny percentage it's not it's not going to be like you know 20 percent of your fat loss will be equated for caffeine it doesn't work like that okay Bianca I have PCOS and endometriosis and I have no clue when it comes to eating for hormone balance. My question here is, when it comes to supplements, I'm taking magnesium, zinc, inositol, omegas, multivitamin, calcium, and then ashwagandha at night. Is this an overload? And is my body even absorbing the vitamins? Is there a specific timing for when to consume each one for better effects? Great question. So the start of this, when it comes to eating for hormone balance, your hormone balance, especially with PCOS, will be improved with fat loss if you're overweight. Mm. So it's not so much that you need to eat a specific way, although generally the best diet that we know for health is eating like a more Mediterranean style diet. So if you wanted to make sure that you were making the best food choices you could, I would stick to the targets we've given you. And then in terms of your food choices, it would be more like Mediterranean style diet. Um, and when you Google Mediterranean style diet, you'll realize it's not a rigid diet. It's more like a general way of eating. Um, re your supplements, they all sound fine. The likelihood is you won't absorb all of them, mainly because sometimes you have a multivitamin that has like 200% of your needs and then you pee some of it out. But if it's not costing you a huge amount of money, I wouldn't stress too much about it. Um, when you take your vitamins doesn't hugely matter. You're not taking iron. Yeah. Um, but I would try big, just because it doesn't really matter when you take them, try and take them not close to your workout because there is some evidence that taking them right after your workout and having this high antioxidant effect actually dampens some of the signals for muscle growth and adaptation to exercise. So if you can, don't take them then. But aside from that, just whenever you're going to remember. Yeah, I mean, that's I take mine every morning. And if if I'm, you know, habitually training, which I'm starting to slowly claw my way back into. Um, and usually it's before a workout and I'm just like, whatever, it's when I'm going to remember to take them. That's when I take them. Um, as I said, you, you probably won't be absorbing all of them. That's just the, the bioavailability of supplements anyway. And the only thing that I would add is, I know that you say you take a multivit, but I would take a standalone vitamin D supplement and also mm -hmm. creatine. Oh yeah, yeah. So two that you didn't say that I would, it's like a blanket for everyone. Yeah, especially now that it's winter. 
Yes. Burr. Burr. Okay. Morning. First time here and wondering about protein shakes and creatine. Oh, are these essential or not? Neither are essential. Both are beneficial. So if you want to take them, take them. Um, you don't have to take them. I, I would like it if you did, if you can afford it and all the creatine's cheap as chips, but whey protein less so. If you can afford it and you're here for like physique results and you know, no, screw it. Health results. Yes, I yeah. would like it if you did, but no, you, like Emma said, you absolutely don't have to. Yeah. Kazi, all brand new, very excited to get cracking, all motivated. So actually got dressed today and going for a walk after this. I never put a bra on a Sunday. <laughs> well, babe, well done. Oh, oh she's amazing already. Smashing. I already got dressed. I'm going for a walk. I never wear a bra on a Sunday. I love that. It's so mean. What an <laughs> effort. Well done, Kazi. Okay, Jenny, morning ladies. What's the deal with alcohol with this plan? Um, it's not, it, look, okay. As somebody who loves a drink, alcohol consumption is not necessarily, it, it's not a good use of your calories. It's not a great thing, you know, to have in your diet if you have physique results for multiple reasons from optimal muscle hypertrophy, but also just in terms of energy recovery, it really impacts on your sleep. Um, we all know, you know, even, even having like a couple of glasses of wine and then getting up early to go to a workout is not pleasant. So it's not the best use of your calories. However, if you cut it out entirely and you manage to go, I don't know, a month without drinking, and then all of a sudden you go have a big blind night, you're like, I'm going to get fucking hammered before you know it. You, you, you've got a hangover that lasts two, three days. You've wasted a thousand to 2000 calories on alcohol. That's, uh, that's the worst. Like, that's not what we want. That's the worst outcome we could get. So I would just say continue to drink if you enjoy it. Be conscious, but it's probably not the best thing for you to be doing with your workouts or your muscle hypertrophy or your sleep or your results. Um, so don't go overboard. And I personally, for myself and my clients, like to make sure that they go a period of three to four days sober before they then have a drink, just because it, it's, I think it's important both behaviorally and physiologically. Um, but I certainly, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't keep alcohol in like all of my big fat loss phases I do. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's totally up to the individual and all of this stuff is like, what are the pros and cons for you? And yeah. if you know you're someone who really struggles to only have one glass of wine and then ends up hungover the next morning and then makes really poor food choices and then beats himself up for those poor food choices and then tries to over-restrict the next week and then ends up overeating again. Like if you're in this awful cycle and you can see that actually at the core of it seems to be alcohol, why don't you stop for a period of time? Why don't you do sober October? I think it's such a useful thing to do, even just to prove to yourself that you can. Like, okay, this doesn't have a hold over me. I can do it. I can go out and have an amazing time and wake up on a Sunday morning and feel fresh and have saved a ton of money and actually have a productive day that I enjoy. That You kind of see some of the benefits of not drinking when you stop drinking. Yeah but does that mean that you can't ever drink no of course not it's like all of this is like moderation and what do you enjoy and why are you doing it as well I think is an important consideration like is it just because it's a social norm and you feel weird saying I don't want to drink is it because you really enjoy a glass of wine which is completely different or is it because you feel like I don't know that you need to do it for confidence reasons or like getting into the crux of your relationship with alcohol and then that kind of helps you make a better decision 
I love that. I think it's so being able to go a period of weeks without drinking will really show you like so for, for when I got pregnant I it was a real shock to me to realize that actually I preferred socializing sober until I got so tired that I had to go home <laughs> but I preferred it I was kind of more we're just more relaxed more engaged I, and I was it was such a surprise because I was like before the first couple times I went out I was a bit like oh fuck how am I gonna do this but it was actually much more enjoyable um so yeah, I think it is good just sometimes to break that pattern and reassess if maybe the narrative that you're telling yourself is actually accurate. Mm-hmm. Kerry, Emma has a recipe book coming out featuring chorizo bread and stir fry. Mmm, <laughs> the mix. Um, How to peel an orange. Kan Chan's just reminding us this will end the beginning of December. Thank you, Kan Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Kan Chan knows. I mean, Kan Chan, really, we should bring her on to the EC method. She'd be very yeah. helpful for us. <laughs> mainly just for organizing us but anyway uh kathleen oh golly is there not around at the beginning of december there'll be something we just haven't decided what yet oh, yeah we're not gonna don't worry we're not gonna leave you all we'll leave you high and dry no um now people are just talking about my recipe book along with eggs and cottage cheese yeah that's basically it the title of the book eating for results too high protein foods to sicken yourself with <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's literally what I do. Is just eat the same food until I hate it. Okay, that's what I do that. Isn't that what everyone does? Like yeah, I think so. Teenager, that's like that's just. Well, then why don't you ever sicken yourself of like chocolate? Oh, I, I, you can. Yeah, I, I guess I don't have it. Few days though. Yeah. I can yeah. hear screaming and James trying so hard to calm herself. Oh. <laughs> He's going, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, that's not going to work. <laughs> oh, right. Sophie. Oh, so excited to get started. I have a few weeks holiday, full inclusive, with a few friends week three. And I signed up knowing this as I really need some guidance on how to handle this. My struggle is being, is going to be that they are big drinkers and I'm not, but I feel pressured to drink when I'm with them. Thank you, ladies. Oh. That's interesting. Um, well, okay, so if, if the problem is alcohol, we can park the all inclusive things back. Um, I would tell them. I really, really would. I would say I like having a drink or two with you guys. I really enjoy my nights with you or my days with you. It's fantastic. But I actually really don't like getting absolutely, like basically drowning my body in alcohol. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it when it's happening. I don't like it the next day. Um, and I would just, I would just tell them straight on the first night you're out with them or the first day you're out with them. Um, and if one of my friends said that and I'd be like, okay, you're enjoying it. You're here. You're with us. Why do I care if you drink a bottle of gin? Like who cares? Um, so I would, I would tell them because sometimes I think it is true that on the surface, a lot of people are like, oh, have a drink with me. Oh, go on. You know, we all, we all know that that happens. But I actually think that if more people were to just turn around and be like, you know what, I, I'll have a drink or I really enjoy being here with you and I'm not going to go home in an hour, but I just don't want to. Mm. Most people be like, all right, fair enough. Like, just say it, it. Yeah, it does make you want to go home, though, doesn't it? When people pressure you and they're like, yeah. oh, just have one more. Like, no, nah, no, I'm just going to go home because you're annoying me. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Like, I think probably there's this assumption that they won't like that or that it won't be accepted. But actually, you haven't even probably haven't even tried and if, if more people just sat down they were like it I actually don't like when you pressure me to drink more than I want to drink 
and with the all-inclusive stuff like you can't just go and get a coke and just pretend that it's you know you don't have to say this is only coke it doesn't have any vodka in it you could just be like oh no I already have a drink thanks <laughs> it's only coke I'm not drinking <laughs> yeah, I I'm just going for the class A <laughs> I would never put alcohol in my body <laughs> <laughs> rack me a line Fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. Right, Samantha. Round three for me after a year off. Wow. Welcome home. I've got a half marathon. That sentence. sounded so disingenuous. <laughs> and I know you aren't being disingenuous, but you just went. It's only because wow. I read Welcome home. <laughs> I read a year and it was like confusing me. And then I was like, oh my God, wow. I could, <laughs> I could hear you processing it as you said it. <laughs> right. I've got a half marathon Sunday and it's going to be hard enough without doms, which I always get when I restart weights. Should I do baby weights this week and avoid until the race is done? Thank you. Yes. Don't do any weights this week. Don't do, you no. you, no, you okay, a, marathon, a marathon when on next Sunday? Yeah. Uh, half marathon. Oh, so a half, Chloe. <laughs> no, no, no. I would say stick to your marathon training and, and hopefully you're doing a bit of a deload um, before. Uh, and and then pick up weights like a couple days after when your body's recovered a bit yep um joe i'm meeting an old friend in london on saturday can i save 200 calories a day this week for it yeah um <laughs> quite a lot depending like if you're on 1600 that might be quite a lot of calories to save but yeah like generally we don't like you to to save more than like 20 percent of total calories um which would be yeah, you'd be fine doing that. Yeah. Um, and have a lovely time in London. Kate. Hi, everyone. So looking forward to getting started. I've recently started on HRT and wondered if this is going to slow down my progress. No, if anything, it will speed up your progress because hopefully that will help with your menopausal symptoms, which will make it much easier to diet. So, yeah. And even like the replacing of the estrogen will make it easier to build muscle as well. So it's all good things. Okay, Shona. Hi, round three and massively failing the last two. I'm heavier and I just can't get the consistency going. Can I just check? I'm five foot two and I'm 70 kilograms. Would that be 1800 calories? Thank you. Yes, technically. But this is where coaching comes in a little bit. So we've got to figure out why you're overeating because calorie targets are fine but they don't really get to the crux of the problem like if you're consistently overeating it might not be that your calorie target is wrong it might be that you're overeating for other reasons and once we know what the reason you're overeating is then it's much easier to come up with the solution so go and have a think about why it is that you're overeating and then come back to us and we can come up with a solution for it and really have a think about the last two rounds and what was tripping you up what were you finding hard I know we just spoke in the October sorry the August group and you said you've not tried the workouts yet and actually it's one thing that can really I guess like pull all your behaviors together is doing the exercise because then you kind of like you get endorphins after exercise right you feel quite good and then after you've exercised you actually kind of want to fuel your body with healthy nutritious foods so then your diet improves and then once you've got like that amount going on you're like well I really want to get my steps in now as well because I've already ticked these two boxes and it all just kind of like comes together so I really think that getting in some workouts whether they're short home workouts or whether you want to go to the gym and don't put the barrier too high like if you're like oh the, the gym workouts look too long 
great go in and do three machines like if you're doing nothing now doing literally anything is so much better than where you are now and if you need some help with that if you're like I really just want a basic gym workout that I can do in 20 minutes great we'll send you one um but figure out what that is and tag us in a post and we will help I do think that is that is definitely that is definitely kind of our job as coaches to, to help you get the ball rolling a stretch we I might be speaking too soon as Emma said go away and figure out what is going on but I do find with clients who really struggle to get the ball rolling it's quite a good idea to pick a kind of an end goal whether that's like a month of the year like don't do a date it's way too specific but like a month of the year um, or an event that you've got coming up in a few months time um, and actually set your sights on building up kind of your lifestyle to that point now this is controversial because essentially in our industry now we don't like people to have these goals to like look a certain way or achieve it up by x like it, it's not that it's not that healthy an approach to be honest for the long term however it can be an incredibly helpful approach in the short term and as time progresses and we get closer and closer the funny thing is is we can actually start to loosen the reins a bit and bleed in more flexible dieting and bleed in, you know, less kind of cardio and, and more enjoyable workouts and things that you like. And I think that for some clients that works a lot better re-getting the ball rolling. However, on the flip side of that, there's also, and I would say the majority of clients actually need to start kind of completely fresh with their mental approach and assessment of, of their goals. And actually we need to start with a much more flexible approach into all of this and, and kind of teach them and have them learn that you don't need to be going health leather. You don't necessarily have to have an end goal. And really it depends on the client, but I do think that some people find it very hard to get the fucking ball moving. And with those kinds, it actually helps to be a little bit stricter on them in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about this for ages, but then there's also research that you're actually sometimes less hungrier on lower calories as well. And actually being a little bit stricter and even things like, you know, like as much as we want to be inclusive of all foods, like actually reducing or almost eliminating highly processed foods because your taste changes with them and because they're so easy to overeat and because then you crave more of them. Like there is a definitely a case for being a bit stricter at least for a period of time. Uh, yeah. And that might help. Um, okay. Hi ladies. I've heard someone saying that high cortisol levels e.g. from being stressed, hinders fat loss despite being in a calorie deficit, is there some truth attached to it? No, if you're in a calorie deficit, there's absolutely no way you cannot lose fat. Body fat. It can, it can mess with the scale. So weight loss, which is a different thing entirely, but not specifically fat loss, no. And obviously stress can impact your behaviours, which then can impact fat loss. Yeah. Okay. Hi, I have to travel for work. Sometimes I am away for three weeks out of the month and I stay in hotels without kitchens. What are your tips for tracking around these trips? So you're lucky now that really mm -hmm. everywhere has decent high protein meals that you can get. Like it, it depends. Like are you then if they don't have kitchens, I assume that means that you go and eat out at a restaurant or you go to like M&S or something like it's absolutely doable. In fact, it's relatively easy and sometimes it's almost easier because it's very portion controlled yeah. and you can't just go back into your kitchen like you're you're less likely to just sort of sit and eat biscuits in a hotel room because unless you've gone out and 
bought biscuits there's probably not any there or like the one that comes with your cup of tea um then you are at home so actually being away is sometimes kind of easier to stick to your diet and there is now like any supermarket that you go into there will be a high protein meal that is decent and is like less than 500 calories over 20 grams of protein have that have a little treat that you fancy there you go or there's always decent options in like generic restaurants as well if you want to go yeah absolutely and I thought Emma was going to say although she's completely right like pretty much everywhere now will have high protein options but also and I know this again is very controversial shock I still don't know I do I do understand why this is controversial but I'm just like oh like whatever but there's calories on every menu now so you know of course it's going to be a ballpark and it's not it's absolutely not accurate but no no calorie tracking anything is accurate anyway so it doesn't matter but being like okay well that's a 500 calorie option that's got a chicken breast done sorted like problem solved um and yeah i agree with emma it's expensive like but it's absolutely doable to you know have a fruit bowl and a protein shake for breakfast why are you laughing who's laughing at what what comment what's her comment <laughs> she says <laughs> some tuna may some tuna mayo fell out of my wrap. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're leaving everybody hanging for the punch. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> I'm actually crying. <laughs> On to Annie's head <laughs> while she was. <laughs> what? What? Sleep. I don't, what's the baby Bjorn? Baby Bjorn. Obviously, you pronounce it Bjorn. <laughs> what is it? Baby Bjorn. It's a carrier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gone. Okay. So, okay. So, some tuna mayo fell out of Kerry's ramp onto Annie's head while she was in the baby Bjorn. Because <laughs> <Yeah, more. laughs> that's funny, but I don't know about like hysterically breaking down funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's more. <laughs> this is a fucking nightmare. I'm gonna have to go on to the actual live and read it. It's not even that. <laughs> yeah, but this happens sometimes. Sorry, guys. Sometimes this happens. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, and then it's just a matter of time till we regain also, my abs feel shredded right now <laughs> right okay, i found it right okay says i won't lie i ate it and then i forgot <laughs> and wondered why her head smelled fishy <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god i'm actually getting like <laughs> ab cramp from my oh. annie Poor Annie, Kerry, you subjected her to fish head. Oh, a little fish head. She's put Antoine's baby. <laughs> Antoine, baby Antoine. Oh, okay, right. Ooh, okay. Thank you. Oh, Julie, I have a reformer Pilates machine at home and swim. Would these be okay to use instead of a gym session? <laughs> I'll let Emma just laugh it out for a minute. Um, <laughs> So 
no pilates is fantastic core work and actually while we're on pilates or pilates <laughs> is it okay i'm just gonna let emma just everyone just ignore emma <laughs> is, it? is it pilates or pilates pilates or pilates because my physio is a pilates instructor as well but she calls it pilates but i feel like every time i say it people correct me and say it's pilates <laughs> what someone actually correct yeah Sorry. yeah because oh, right. like loads of my friends are obsessed with it they, they don't do any other form of workout they just do reform of pilates whatever <laughs> and they are like obsessed with it. anyway while we're on it fantastic for any of you who have uh, back problems i mean anecdotally i've just had clients friends family members everyone say just completely like cured them of their their back problems which is fantastic so definitely something for all of you to look into um it's amazing core work and yes there are you know they are resistance resisted exercises but it's absolutely it, de it depends on the results you want if you're here to get quote unquote toned anywhere other than as well as you know your legs or your bum or your arms or whatever it's not going to do that for you um and swimming again really good recovery can be good cardio if you are very good at it and you are doing it you know pretty intensively for a significant period swimming can be great cardio but really it's a very gentle kind of recovery uh style I would call it of cardio so ideally we'd like you doing three of our workouts a week that's but however if you come to me and you're like no I'm actually just here to lose some fat and I don't really care about you know getting toned or you know my my end results in that context I would say okay fine well um, yeah but then also you know <laughs> increased muscle mass is important for your health so yeah no it's not good enough sorry I mean it's not comparable no is it weight exercise yes but would we still want you to get workouts in yes right Chloe we're going to need to do a, a power session because okay. um we've got a lot to get through right we don't think we've got tomorrow as well yeah, but these aren't even on the question thread these okay, are just sorry. five right so. is it better to join a gym I live in rural France. There is one 20 minutes away. I have weights bench, including weights, a bar and bands, which I will obviously use all the time. <laughs> um, I always think it's better to join a gym, but if that's a barrier to you actually doing exercise, then no. And it does actually sound like you've got a really good setup at home. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. You could get incredible results at home. Um, but I do find that. And 20 minutes is, is nothing. Yeah. Okay, Joe. Hi, excited to join. How often would you suggest we weigh and measure ourselves? Uh, we want you to weigh in every morning, first thing in the morning after we fasted naked, um, and and at the end of each week, take your lowest weigh in for that week. Um, and if you get to a point where you're like, I don't like this, I'm sick of it, I want to stop doing it, we can talk about that. Um, but we actually tend to find that it really shows clients how erratic the scales are, how much they move up and down every single day, which is why taking a random weigh-in once a week has no reflection on what's going on at all. Um, and then what we look for is we don't want, we don't necessarily need you to lose weight every week, but we look for a trend every kind of three weeks. Um, are you staying level? Are you losing weight? Are you gaining weight? What's going on? Um, and obviously, when it comes to premenstrual weeks, we more often than not would recommend that you just don't weigh in because it's not going to be accurate. Agreed. Um, do we upload our meals onto my PC Hub rather than NutriCheck slash MyFitnessPal? No, just use NutriCheck or MyFitnessPal. Uh, Joe's saying that she's watching us on a 42 inch TV. Oh, 
we both look fab apparently struggle to believe that anyway. down. <laughs> Helen I've put about 20 questions on the Facebook post sorry will you be answering these today as well we'll answer those tomorrow um Claire I've just had my 12 year old son take my progress pictures for me some things can you can never unsee oh <laughs> Oh, what a bond. What a bond. Um, <laughs> what does creatine do in three bullet points, Chloe? Go. Oh, my God. Uh, it's going to improve your uh, uh, stress. God, Emma, what have you done? You put me, you put me right on the map. Um, okay, right. Creatine is a compound. It is meant to saturate your muscle over time. Uh, it is going to improve your ATP production, which is going to improve your workouts. It's going to improve your strength. It's going to improve your fitness and it's going to improve your results over time. Yes, the scales might increase a little bit. That's because it's designed to uh, hydrate the muscle. Um, it's absolutely not something that should freak you out and you should all be taking it. And it's also got really good connections. Uh, well, suggested really good connections with neurological benefits um, and cognitive function. So it's a good supplement for everybody to be taking. And if you're a vegan or vegetarian, 100% you need to be taking it because you will be cognitively declined without having any creatine. In your <laughs> You'll diet. be shit funk brain function. <laughs> yeah, like just to, even just for that, I'd be taking it. Yeah. Plus all the other benefits. Um, next question is how do you start taking creatine? Three to five grams a day, every day, done. Um, do you recommend the additional amounts in week one? No, I tend not to get people to, to load, just go three to five grams a day. Keep it simple. Um, can you recommend a particular protein powder to order? Any way will do, as long as it's you want 20 grams of serving minimum. Um, and if you've got any funny issues with, uh, if you're like lactose intolerant or any funny issues with dairy at all, go for whey protein isolate, as it will probably agree with you more. It's a little bit more expensive, but it will save your guts. Molly's back. She's just saying hi. She's in Apple Cross for a few days. Won't stay on the live, but glad to be back. Um, Angela, when looking at protein powders, what are we looking at in terms of grams per protein per 100 grams? Um, I wouldn't bother looking at the 100 grams. I would just look at the serving is at least 20 grams of protein. And then you probably want it to be probably less than 150 calories, because otherwise there's probably quite a lot of sugars and stuff in it. That's about right for a 20 gram protein, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Dawn, I use protein powders regularly, but I have no idea what creatine is. Can you explain, please? I just did that one. Um, Kanchan, don't be like me and order champagne on a Sunday morning. To be fair, it was on offer and it's, it's a time of, I can't even read that word, Aus austerity? Oh yeah. But Shampoos has has to be, has to stay, darling. Well, there you go. Priorities. What are you ordering it? Like ordering it from like Deliveroo or something. I love yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Sunday morning. I'm going to deliver Rumi some champagne. <laughs> what a badass. Nicola, does cocaine have calories? Asking for a friend. <laughs> cocaine is the new drug of choice amongst bodybuilders. Yeah, it really is. They love anything that's going to give them a fucking heart attack, honestly. Yeah. And I guess it like keeps you amped up and going when you've got no energy. This sounds like we're promoting cocaine. Please, please start taking cocaine on the EC method. Yeah. Um, but I actually don't know if it's got calories in it. No, I mean, of course it doesn't. Yeah, well, there you go. Let's Google it. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it doesn't. And you definitely burn more given the increased heart rate. 
it's like caffeine on steroids in relation to heart rate I imagine There's no way it has calories hang on uh, yeah no okay great <laughs> Googling how many calories are in cocaine. You know you've got a fucking problem when that's what you're Googling. Oh God. Hi, I will be, I will only be doing home workouts. I have resistance bands and some weights. Anything else I need to get started. Happy to add more weights as I build strength. I think that's a great start. And as you've said, as you get stronger and you outgrow the weights, we can, we can help you find more. Mm-hmm. Um, how long are each of the workouts designed to last? Approximately, please. Thanks. So the gym workouts are 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. But I will say the first time you do them, they will probably take you longer, a little bit longer just because you're figuring them out. Yeah, none of our workouts will, should ever be longer than an hour. And if they are, it's just because you're getting to grips with them. Yeah. Um, do we achieve the goal with only workouts at home and not in the gym? Yes, you absolutely can. We proved this during lockdown. Yeah. Funny. Hello. So happy to be back after a little break. Been weighing in over the past few weeks still, and I'm averaging 70 kilograms on the dot. Do I go for 1800 or 1600? I'm five for eight and will hit non-negotiables, but work a very sedentary job so they don't come easily. Um, it, it can be argued either way. Um, if I, I would... 1700. Yeah. Start on 1700 and see. Um, second question I have a coach that programs five workouts a week for me he changes the program when I travel to match the equipment that is in the hotel gym I'm also recovering from a back injury the training split is generally a rehab day two days strength and a day of gymnastics and a day of cardio should I ask him to change my programming no that sounds fine if you're happy with it and you're getting results um this is worth the spend for the comedy value if nothing else didn't actually think I'd get to laugh while I was getting in shape well there you go (laughs) um Joe can I play tennis on rest days it's only doubles or should I move my week around so that I can actually complete rest day apart from 10k steps I I think it's fine yeah Emma is leading by example, having laughing fits, which means we also laugh and laughter burns calories. Yeah, that, there you go. And abs. Uh, K- uh, Kelly, I have to leave this live to pick up my son. Will there be a recording anywhere available? Yes, they will always be available after, and then I'll put them on the podcast as well. Uh, Claire, I don't have scales at the moment at home. I go to my mum's on a Friday and weigh there. Don't want to get scales as I have two young girls and they, they're already too focused on weight. Hope that's okay. Absolutely fine. But I wouldn't weigh at your mum's. Um, or maybe every, uh, okay, do it every, th- every third week. I yeah, unless you can go, unless you're going like first thing in the morning before you've eaten anything, blah, blah, blah. Because otherwise it's just so inaccurate. It's so inaccurate. And what it's going to do is it's going to be completely inaccurate. You're going to get disheartened. And it's just, I honestly, I'd rather you didn't. I didn't wear at all is what I mean. Um, and instead just hit the non-negotiables. Um, tell us to take a look at your, do a waist measurement and a thigh and an inner thigh measurement once a week, every week. Again, fasted, first thing in the morning. Make a note of them um take progress pictures every fourth week and tell us to have a look at them and we'll go on data regardless of 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 weight 
Great. Okay. Um, okay, last couple of questions. Does it matter if you take creatine in a tablet or powder form? No, but I have heard that the tablets are extremely hard to swallow, so I would go for powder. Uh-huh. Three, have you got a promo code for cocaine? Which brand should we be using? Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't we last last round that I was on, some girl was like, Chloe, I need I need some numbers for Ibiza, but she hadn't finished writing her thing, and I was like. I'm not going to start giving you drug dealers numbers on the easy method. What are you talking about? She was like, no, I meant places to call and book for, for a birthday lunch. Like, you were oh. like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> of course, that's what you meant. <laughs> what else could you possibly have meant? Okay, Ollie, uh, the does cocaine have calories debate reminds me of how many calories are in semen convo from previous rounds. Yeah, that's come up a few times, hasn't it? I think it's five calories per teaspoon of sperm. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be loads, but no, there you go. Who are, the, who are these people out there who are really that dedicated to giving blowjobs? James is absolutely livid that he didn't marry you instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm a total newbie to lifting weights. Shall I start with the bodyweight workouts or can I already use proper weights at the gym? Go and use the proper weights at the gym. Mm-hmm. absolutely fine and absolutely, also, body like, weight workouts are freaking hard. <laughs> Probably harder than the weighted workouts savage will there be a grad full body um i had previously asked which workout to do with my current weekly routine of full body was one love you guys um i have actually made the workouts more all of them are more full body remind me shoot me a message and remind me how many workouts you're doing per week and i'll tell you which ones to do switch it up don't you em in, in rounds you like to do push pull legs full bodies body part splits which i love yeah i've been keeping it push pull legs now because it fits with people's routine but instead of doing a full body bonus i did an arm day bonus but i've basically missed arms from the workout yeah yeah um is it 20 grams of protein powder only or in total no no, no it's 20 grams of protein per serving yeah um can you download the workouts from the app my gym is a basement i'm worried about signal if not i'll take screenshots i think screenshots are probably the best yeah yeah amanda another quick question from me i usually do two or three sessions on the peloton each week how do i fit these around my home workouts Uh, i would do three home workouts a week and two peloton a week I mean, they're just not the same. I mean, I know that the Peloton in, in, involves little weights and stuff, doesn't it? Like a few Yeah, it's just not the same thing. It's just not the same, babe. Okay. Right. Should we call it there today? And then tomorrow we can get cracking on the thread. Yeah. What time is the live tomorrow? That's a good, very good question. Oh, Did- well, lucky you. I'm free all day. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> oh gross <laughs> that was disgusting you're so poorly I don't know what's wrong with me today <laughs> go on um, shall we say um, I'm pretty much free apart from a cold 10 seconds oh, nobody cares stop talking <laughs> Um, okay, fine. Shall we do? You said that. Should we say midday tomorrow? Ah, oh, yes. Okay. okay. We'll see you all at midday tomorrow. Bye. Bye.